The Verdict Podcast will begin shortly. What's up? What's up? What's up, niggas and niggas? It is your favorite funny girl comedian, Judge Miles, and you already know that when a judge is in, the verdict is out. That's right. Your favorite comedian has her very own podcast, and it's entitled The Verdict Podcast. Welcome to it today. Let me know if you guys can hear me. Let me know if you can see me, because everything is engineered by a black woman. That means the content creation. That means that all the sound effects, all of the graphics, everything is created by me your favorite comedian judge miles i want you guys to pin down that number 313-753-2696 because you are my jurors and this is an interactive podcast that means that i am the judge you are the jury and you are going to help me deliberate on a verdict of these various discussions today we don't have as many topics as we normally do because we want to really go into depth about things we're going to go into depth about these topics and I really want to hear your verdict please make sure to share 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 sharing is caring I would love for you guys to share my content if you enjoy the content please make sure to send me a cash app if you are new to my channel subscribe and you can find me on all social media platforms under comedian judge miles you already know that when the judge is in the verdict is out make sure y'all pinned it down before we do anything we have to go into a p S A. Here we go. The Verdict Podcast is for a mature audience only. If you are not able to see other people's perspectives, if you do not possess any type of ontological humility, make sure you guys look that up. If you are opposite of that and you display ontological arrogance, this is not going to be the podcast for you, okay? We are looking for individuals who are able to see others' perspectives. They don't get their panties in a bunch. And we're able to have a conversation. All verdicts are going to be respected, okay? If we don't agree with other people, we have to learn how to agree to disagree. We will not be bullied by any community. However, we do not, we do not condone homophobia, nor do we condone any acts of violence, but we will tell our truth. Also, Anything that is said on here, any content that's talked about, the judge stands alone and alone only. I am not associated with any businesses, any groups, any organizations, or any jobs that I may have, okay? This stands alone. This is for comedic purposes only. And everything on here is alleged. Make sure you guys pin down the number, all right? We are going to go into our first topic, but before we go into our first topic, when you hear this sound right here, I want you guys to know and understand that the verdict is out, okay? I don't want anybody acting like a weird-ass hoe today, okay? If you're a weird-ass hoe, I need you guys to get gone, okay? We, we, we just Your not Honor, here for it. These hoes is weird, Your Honor. Your Honor, these hoes. 
hoes is weird, Your Honor. If you are one of those weird ass hoes, please exit stage left. We're ready to get into the verdict. Please rise for the honorable judge, comedian Judge Miles. That's me, you guys. And right off the back, I want to just talk about what's happening this weekend. This weekend is the judge's birthday. That's right. I'm turning 30 motherfucking six. Okay. God has been good. Yahusha Hamashiach has been good to me. Yah has been good to me. He has allowed me to make it through all of these days, all of these years, and still be here with my side tooth. And still looking pretty, okay? I'm not looking, oh, I'm looking my age or younger, okay? And I'm so excited about that. And I'm still in good spirits. You know, after 36 years of being in this world, you come across all type of shit, but mostly evil. That's what we see in this world, mostly evil. And so to be here with a smile on my face and with joy in my heart and still have a positive attitude, I'm very grateful. But I'm also grateful because I'm celebrating my birthday this Friday, February 2nd. Make sure you guys go play that in the lottery. I am celebrating at the Hidden Gems of Comedy, which is presented by Miss La La Love and Golden Ram Entertainment. If you don't know this black queen, you better get to know her, goddammit. Do you hear me? order in a court. I want y'all to support her the way y'all support me and vice versa. This young lady has only been doing comedy for a short amount of time, but I promise you, you would not know this because her poise, her stage presence, the laughter that she receives is... I'm going to have to tell y'all, it's beyond amateur, okay? And then we have these lovely people that are going to accommodate me on the stage. We have Kanji, Uncle Smooth, Renee. We got Timo. We featuring Vontae Bailey. And we got my boy, Mike Chase. Y'all know Mike Chase. He is the hustler of the year. Stop playing with him, okay? Right now. I need y'all to know him. If you don't know him, get to know him. Tickets are only $20. We're celebrating. We're turning up. I'm having a good time on February 2nd. Y'all going to get these jokes. Y'all going to get these laughs. And we are going to have a good time. Make sure you guys come to our comedy show. Make sure you support. Supporting is significant because without your support, we're nobody. We are not able to do this comedy thing by ourselves. We can't tell jokes to the goddamn chair. So we need your support. And if you like our content, make sure that y'all stand on business with us because this is what this episode is called, standing on business. I don't want a motherfucker to claim they love me. I want you to show me that you love me. How do you show me? You show me by sharing, liking, following. That's how you show me. Even if you don't buy a ticket, the simple thing of sharing this post sharing this content is enough for me and I want to thank you right now in advance okay also if you guys are looking for any type of sponsorship opportunities the verdict podcast is for you we have very very economical packages if you're looking for it to display your service or your business right here I have a lot of people that watch my content they enjoy it and what other place is going to be better than the Verdi Podcast and telling the people about who you are and what you do and what you have to offer. So contact me today and you guys can get a video that looks like this.
also, you guys, I have a lot going on. I'm around successful people. And my husband, I'm so proud of him. I'm going to talk about him until I can't talk about him anymore. Because when you got a black king that is moving in his purpose, he should be treated accordingly. My husband is an award-winning author. His first book is entitled Alpha Diaries, The Keys to Being a Successful, Self-Sufficient Man and Leader Within His Relationship. This book is helping men all around the world to understand their their role in this world and in the households. That's the problem. So many men cannot get a grip on what it is that they're supposed to be doing. They're losing control in a relationship, in a society. Time is passing them by and they're not progressing in any way. If you need some assistance, read a book. This book in particular, you can find this book on Barnes and Noble as well as Amazon Prime. Now that we didn't get all of that shit out of the way, we're going to go right into celebrity gossip. Celebrity gossip, you guys. I don't have any pictures today. We're just talking about shit. Did y'all happen to see Krishan Rock? If you don't know Krishan Rock, she's the very pretty but very stupid, very stupid young lady who is now the baby mama to Blueface. If you don't know Blueface, he is responsible for the song, Bust It Down, Tatiana. He has a one-hit wonder that is serving him very well, and he's also the producer behind I'm a Bad Little Bitch and I Snip Like a Barbie. Hits, tips, <laughs> okay? So he got a couple of joints out, and he has these two women who are beautiful fighting over him, but that's not the problem. The problem is Krishan Rock already had seven to eight tattoos of this man, whether it was his face or it was just his name. She had it on her neck. She had it on the side of her, but it has gotten even more out of control. I never thought that we would get to the point where we would say that it's getting even more out of control, but we're there, goddammit. Order in the court. This crazy ass lunatic girl has went and put this man face on her face. Goddammit. Her, his whole head is on her cheek. Y'all gotta Google this shit. I didn't have time today because I've been busy. Her whole his whole face is on her cheek, y'all. I don't know what y'all be thinking about when y'all go get these tattoos, but one day we're going to get old, goddammit. One day we're going to get old. We're going to be part of the elderly community, and you're going to look dumb as fuck with a nigga face on your cheeks, okay? And even if she decides today to get rid of it, why the fuck did she put it on her face? I mean... I'm all down for showing love. I show my man love every single day. And I also have his name, Tatted. But it's in a place in which you would not know unless I told you, okay? Might I add, he's worthy of being Tatted. He's not beating my ass. He's not disrespecting me. He loves the Lord. He did knock out my tooth. Ah, yeah, I'll tattoo him. But even though he is amazing and great, He's not so amazing and so great that I'm going to get a picture of him anywhere on my motherfucking body. Order in a court. What kind of dick is that? What kind of dick is Blueface giving out? That's the question. What kind of dick is Blueface giving out that he has these women mesmerized? Ladies, have you ever been dickmatized to the point where you want to get a nigga face on you? Call on in 313-753. 2696. I need to know. Have you ever been so digmatized, so in love, so in lust with a motherfucker that you wanted to put their face on your face? 
You want to get their face tattooed on your face. Please, I would like to know what kind of dick is that? Okay? What kind of dick is that? Because I ain't going to lie. I'm getting some good. Get some. Let me get. Round of applause for what I'm getting, okay? But I don't think it's good enough to put a tattoo of him on my face. Order in the court. I need y'all to call on in. Give me some of y'all stories. Have y'all had stories of putting men faces on your body? Has it ever been that goddamn good? Tell me what makes it so good. You can always leave your comments down in the comment section, whether you're on YouTube or you're on Facebook. I want to know your verdict. And you can always call on in. The number is pinned right here, 313-753-2696. Make sure you guys are sharing, sharing, sharing. Please share if you can share my podcast. I'm doing that right now because I want people to get this information. It's imperative. It's great to listen to. And you can leave here with a good little laugh, a nice little key, 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 honey. Okay. So that's what I'm doing right now. I am sharing this information with you all. And make sure you guys do that as well. All right, y'all. We are moving right along. We're moving to our first topic of today. Situationship. Situationship number one. What would you do if you was married? This person is supposed to be your person. What would you do if your husband, he comes to you and he says, hey, I need you to help me. I'm asking you to go 50-50. Now, let me give you guys the circumstance before we get into this. I want to read everything to you first, okay? This is what happened. Allegedly, this man came to his fiance. He said, my wife and I have been together for two years. When I proposed, she moved in. I paid all the bills. And on top of that, I've been handling all the wedding planning expenses. I came to her and I asked her if we could go 50-50 on the bills just until the wedding is over. You know, money is a little tight and... When this wedding is 75K, so that's been a 75K. The husband, the fiance been doing everything, taking care of everything prior to this. He just asking for a little help going 50-50. He didn't even ask her to pay him all. He said, could you go 50-50 with me until the wedding is over? She flipped out on me and told me her going 50-50 is a roommate situation and not for a wife she says she's not comfortable going half because as a man I should be taking care of the household mind you she makes over $85,000 a year from her job and can splurge freely because I cover everything hear me out ladies she said her dad told her she should think about going through with this marriage because I'm not a provider for asking her to go have what do you think let's talk about this let's talk about this first of all ladies we living in fucking delusion first of all how dare her daddy have anything to say about their household when in reality the way that it was set up in the bible and the way it was set up in other cultures is that when a woman is given to a man it is her father's responsibility to pay the cost order in the court it's only here in America that these raggy ass, funky ass fathers broke as hell, didn't set it up like that. They struggling. So, of course, they can't help their fucking daughter. They ain't chose the man for her. They ain't put her in a position where she's able to 
uh, be with a good man. They haven't done any of the groundwork. But you telling me that you're going to allow your father to talk about what's going on in the household between you and your soon-to-be husband? Order in the court. That's a problem right there. He should be seeing the red flags for her. He should be getting ready to leave her ass because what she is exhibiting is a selfish woman, a woman who thinks that she's the prize and she doesn't have to bring any fucking thing to the table. She is a leech. And I don't know about y'all, but I am goddamn tired of all of these leeches. I'm tired of them. Whether you a man or you a woman, play your role. If you want to be the, the, the woman that's the boss, then bitch, you need to be going half in. Okay, this man is coming to you. This man is telling you, hey, baby, I don't have it right now. Okay, I'm not I'm not rich. I'm able to do a lot, but I'm not rich. And when anytime, ladies, when your man come to you and your man is being in his soft state. Okay, he has let go his pride and he has come to you and he's vulnerable and he's letting you know, baby, I cannot afford it. That take a lot for a real man to come and tell you, hey, baby, I need a little bit of help. And then when he comes to you and tell you that he needs some help, you're going to meet him with combativeness. You're going to make him feel bad because he cannot pay for the $75,000 wedding. That's crazy as fuck as it is. And all the bills at the same time. And all I'm asking you for is a little bit of help. And you're supposed to be a woman who loves me, who wants the best for me. And you cannot help me in this situation. Why the fuck would I marry you? Why would I want to marry you? See, that's what I'm saying. Fellas, the reason that these women behave like this is because y'all tolerate this dumbass shit. It's your fault, fellas. All in all in all. All of these situations land directly on the man's shoulder because you're not being a man. You need my husband book. You need my husband motherfucking book immediately. Okay? Because you are a beta man. If they look up beta, it's going to be your picture to fuck right next to it. Because what kind of life is this? You're still considering marrying a woman who has no regard for who you are, has no respect for you, is not willing to help you. A woman is supposed to be a help meet to a man, a good man. Okay? We're not talking about these raggedy ass women and these raggedy ass niggas out here in society. We're talking about how society was really supposed to be set up when God created it. Okay, your your existence. Okay, yes, you can be a boss. Yes, you can have these things going for you. But your existence is to procreate and to be a help me. Your husband is the leader. And as he's leading and he's looking to God, you're supposed to be following him. And through his provision, through his sight, through his leadership, are y'all supposed to be getting to the top? Right. But the only way that he can do that is with your help, your assistance. And so this man has come to you humbly and said, listen, you make $85,000 a year. Prior to this, I've been asked, I've been paying for everything. You haven't had to pay for shit, okay? But the wedding is $75,000. I'm just asking for you to help me to go 50-50 until the wedding is over. And his wife, soon-to-be wife, says to him, mm-mm. In fact, my daddy said, I probably shouldn't be marrying you. This is what... She said, and because he obeyed a man, of course he obeyed a man because he's asking y'all, what should he do? A real nigga, a, a God sent man, a man that know the word in the scripture would have left her ass immediately. Order in the court. Sus, it's five, it's 10 bitches to every one nigga. We are easily replaced. Okay. Even the quality women are replaced. 
Now you a trash ass woman and you around here talking like you the prize and you don't think that a real nigga gonna re replace your ass order in the court. Because if you're not helping me get to the next level, what are you doing? You're using me. You're being a leech. Okay. I want to read this to y'all one more time. This was disturbing to read. I could not believe where we have come as a society. And for so many people, this is okay. This man says, my fiance and I have been together for two years. When I proposed, she moved in. I pay all the bills. And on top of that, I've been handling all the wedding expenses. I came to her and I asked her if we could go 50-50 on the bills until the wedding is over. Not forever, but until the wedding is over. You know, money is a little tight. Okay. He telling you money is a little tight right now, especially because this wedding is $75,000. She flipped out on me and told me she was not going 50, 50. Okay. And that that was a roommate situation, not a wife. Let's talk about what a wife is. A wife is going to be there for her man. That's part of having a relationship. Sometimes when one, when one mate is down, the other person can pick you up. Y'all not going to always be up at the same time. Everybody has a role to play. Everybody has something to offer. And when you are not willing, when your husband comes to you and he's vulnerable and he's telling you, baby, I don't have it right now because I'm already providing all of these things. Can you help me? And you're able to help. And you say, no, you're a trifling gutter red ass bitch. He says she said her dad told her she should think about going through with this marriage because I'm not a provider. How is he not a provider? When you moved in, he's paying for everything. You make $85,000 a year. You're allowed to keep your money. And the first time he asked you for some help, the first time he needed you to be a true help me to him, you display that you are not going to help him stand on business. What kind of empire can you make? What kind of empire can you build with a bitch like this? And I'm calling her a bitch because this is not this is not how a woman behaves. This is not how a woman of quality behaves. See, here's the thing. Women think that because they're making more money, that they're in a better situation, that they have their own, that it gives them a right to behave in such a way, a disgusting way, a way that's not ladylike. The roles have been flipped so crazily in this society. We don't know who the man is and who the fucking woman is. Literally. Okay. You got the transgenders. They really didn't added another level of confusion all around. Okay. And now you have these women who feel entitled. These women feel like I don't have to bring nothing to the table, but an iPhone, all you motherfuckers been listening to JT and JT is with her man. Okay. She got a man, but all you single women, y'all are being falsely led to hell. That's what's happening. Lonely, too. You're going to hell by yourself. He ain't even coming with you, okay? And the reality of it is women like this end up being alone in life. I hope this man make the right decision, and the right decision is to leave this hoe immediately. Because like my juror said, Kayla Cruz, what's up, Kayla? Kayla said marriage is a team. This is sad. This is sad. This is sad. I know so many bosses, me included. They understand they role. They know they a boss when they outside. They running shit. But when they get home, their head come off. Because they got a king in the house. And I'm not letting my king go for none of you motherfuckers. That's my motherfucking man. You hear me? And I'm going to fight for it. Okay? And I'm going to do everything I'm supposed to do just like he doing everything he's supposed to do to be with this queen. Okay?
A trying man is a perfect man to me. This man is he going above and beyond. You know how many women would love to have a man take care of all, all of the household bills? Okay? And when you do, when you are blessed with somebody like that, that does not mean take advantage of them. That does not mean use them. That shows what type of person you are. Your character is slum. You have a character that belongs in the gutter. This is not quality woman characteristics. Your man can't even look to you to get any assistance and any help. And there's so many women like this. They have been brainwashed by their crazy-ass mamas, their crazy-ass aunties, their crazy-ass grandmas, who more than likely don't even got a husband, ain't never going to get a husband. They only are going to be cum dumpsters, meaning that they get fucked, they get, they get fucked, they might get a little dinner, and they get left. Nobody stays. Nobody marries them. Nobody proposes to these women. And these the women that y'all are listening to? Yes, there are mothers. Yes, there are grandmothers. Yes, there are aunties and there are sisters. But what the fuck does that mean? How can they tell you how to live and they can't even display how to live? You can't even look up to these hoes. But they want to tell you what to do. And then y'all listen and end up losing your good husband. Because your mama said. Because your auntie said. Because your daddy said. Meanwhile, all these motherfuckers is lonely. Wishing they had what you had. But you too stupid to see what's going on. You're going to be a part of the lonely group. Not me, says the cat. I ain't fucking with y'all. If you ain't got a successful relationship, you can't tell me shit. You can suggest some things. I might listen, I might not. But your word is not bond over here. Your word is not bond over here. Get your life together before you try to tell me about my motherfucking life. I'm living great. Swell. Okay? I did what I was supposed to do. You feel me? Okay? And this is what we have to start doing. We got to start standing on business. These people always, well, girl, I couldn't have never. I could never. And girl, I don't know how you. Yeah, bitch. You don't know. Because you don't have. And you will never have. Because you think the way you think. That's why we're different. You got to watch these type of people. You got to watch who you let in your relationships. You got to watch who you listen to. If this young lady had parents that had wisdom and had sense, they would have set her stupid ass down and said, hey, listen, baby girl, you got a good husband. That man doing the best he can with what he has. He's superseding expectations. He's been allowing you to keep your money. You haven't had to do anything. If he comes to you and he asks you for assistance, that's the, that's the role of a wife. To step in and be a help meet. <laughs> Am I missing something? Am I missing something? Be grateful. You know how many women land with some raggedy ass men? They ain't got no job. They looking for you to do everything. And y'all loving them, sucking on them, rubbing on them. But then got the audacity to try to give somebody else some foul ass information. Y'all want to see their lives ruined because y'all lives are ruined. Okay? You got to watch these people. I don't give a damn if they your mama, your daddy, your sister, your cousin, your children. People do not be having good intentions for your life. A lot of times people see your happiness and they're jealous. They're envious. I live it every single day. There's probably been one or two people that has been happy for me. One or two people. 
specifically one of my good best friends, Carlita Joe. She happy for me, regardless of anything that may go on in her life, what she have or what she don't have. She's genuinely happy for me. All these people I got around me, I can only mention one person. That's crazy. That's crazy. Right? That's crazy. Everybody else want to have a two cent. They want to put in, but they're lonely. They're miserable. <laughs> why would I listen to them? Order in the court. And why would you? Why would you? So I need you guys to call in. 313-753-2696. Have you experienced this? Somebody giving you some bogus ass advice? Some advice that can ruin your life. The advice her father gave her could potentially ruin her life. And like I said, if she got a real nigga, flag on a play. Flag on a play. Nigga, these is the signs. Get rid of her immediately. Because what happens when you break your leg? What happens if you get in a car accident? She don't even want to help you for a certain amount of time. God forbid she has to help you. You're going to be fucked. And this goes for men. This goes for women. We got to watch the advice and the people that we allow in our lives. And, I, and, and this is going to take me to my next topic. But before I get to my next topic, I want you guys to, guys to call in. They say the fact that he had to ask her, the fact that she didn't just step up and say, hey, baby, I see you. I see you struggling a little bit. My nigga don't got to ask me nothing. Do you hear me? All he got to do is mention it in passing and it's done. Do you hear me? That's the difference. That's what sets. The, that's what how I am different from the rest of you hoes. They're trying to figure out how he, how he, how he's so different with her. Because I'm different. I'm a woman of God. I'm a woman of quality. I know what it means to not be a leech. I know what it means to be a team player. I know what it means to be the person I want to have. Right? I want a me. And I got a me. A motherfucker that's compassionate. A motherfucker that's going to think about me. A motherfucker you ain't got to talk to too many times. A motherfucker see you struggling, they going to help you. You ain't got to ask. That's the type of mate you should be looking for. Not somebody that's always, gimme, 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 what you got for me? What you got for me? I'm a boss. I'm a boss. I'm a, I don't need a nigga. I don't need a nigga. Until it's cold outside and you standing outside freezing, pumping your motherfucking gas. Oh, I wish I had a nigga. Stupid ass. You had many of them, but you listen to your mama. You listen to your daddy. You listen to your cousin. You listen to your girlfriend. You listen to all these hoes and people who don't mean you no good. They can't even get their lives together. But they trying to tell you how to get your life together. Do that make sense? Order in the court. That's why it's important to surround yourself around like-minded women, like-minded people, like-minded men, like-minded everything. It's important to have equally yoked people around you in all assets, in all facets, in all manners. Okay? Because when you're the only one that's thinking on a superior level, when you're the only one who, 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 who has the, the knowledge and the wisdom, you're in bad shape. You're in bad shape. You need a new group if you're the smartest person in your group. Okay? If you're the smartest person in your group, get you a new group immediately. Okay? And speaking of getting you a new group, this is what made me say, Porsche, you, 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 you got to do, you you do different because... Um, 
you, 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 the people that you around, you're not benefiting. You're not benefiting. Okay. You're not benefiting. They're always coming to you. They always need you. They always, it's always you. But when you are in need, when you need some advice, when you need some resources, when you need a handout, when you need some money, motherfuckers ain't got nothing to offer you. But a sad ass, I wish I could do it, but girl, you know, I wish I could do it, cuz, but you know, I wish I could. Yeah, it's time out for that. It's 2024, okay? And so I decided, you know what? I am going to do different this year. My girl Tobina told me about this, this, this group, okay? This group of women, this group of bosses called Wealth Investors Network. Now, this is a pretty penny. I had to pay $500 to be a part of this group. But it was beneficial because now I'm going to be around like-minded women who have no need to be envious because they're doing the same thing I'm doing and more, okay? These women are going to be resources to me. Now, instead of me always pouring into a motherfucker, now I got somebody to pour into me. I have a group of people that I can come to and we can be on the same level. This is refreshing. And I'm so happy that I did choose to be a part of this group because I know in my future I'm going to benefit significantly. I'm tired of being with people who just want to be outside. I'm tired of being with bitches who don't mind me no good. It's all a good time when I'm making these hoes laugh and I'm this and I'm that. But when I need a motherfucker, they ain't nowhere to be found. Motherfuckers who don't have no loyalty. Motherfuckers who can't be happy for you. It's time out for that. It's time out for that. So I said, if I want to see a change, I got to make the change. I can't change these people, but I can change myself. I'm going to cut off all these people around me, whether they family, friends, whoever the fuck they is. If you don't mean me no good, get the fuck on, right? And I'm going to submerge myself around positive, like-minded, go-getters, entrepreneurs, women who love on you, women who are not afraid to give you resources, women who are not afraid to share things with you, women who are not afraid, who are not envious and feel like if I give this to her, then she going to be more of a boss than I'm going to be. Then she going to be making more money than me. Then she going to be the topic of discussion. Those are insecure hoes, and I can't stand an insecure hoe. Order in the court. can I stand them? In fact, I despise them. Envious, jealousness, that is a disease. And not only can it kill you, because sometimes people get so envious, they cannot control themselves. They cannot control themselves. All that you are and all that you do makes them feel inferior. And therefore, they want to harm you or bring harm to you, whether that's hurting you physically or hurting you in a way that's not physically, but it still hurts your business, your brand, your reputation, and who you are. Hurting you emotionally, okay? So I decided this year I'm going to do some things different. I'm going to do some things di- different because I'm standing on business for real, order in the court. And what do I mean by that? I'm standing on business. I want to be the change that I want to see. I want to be that woman that women can come to and they can look forward to that she going to help me and she going to not hate on me and she going to love on me and she going to give me resources and she going to connect me and it ain't going to be no problem because I'm still the judge. I'm still that bitch. I'm still the baddest. I'm still the coldest. I'm still all of those things, even in helping you. I don't understand this mentality that these women have, even some of these men have, that they feel like, They're going to withhold information. They're going to hate on you. They're going to throw dirt on your name because they see the potential in you. And they know that if you just get that opportunity, if you get that spotlight, if you, you're going to be better than them. That's 
that's an insecure bitch. You know what? When I was 250 pounds, hear me out. Five, three, 250 pounds. I've been big my whole life. But one day I woke up and I said, guess what? Mm, I don't like this life no more. I didn't hate on the next bitch. I was surrounded by beautiful women. I've always had a group of beautiful friends. I never hang out with fat bitches. Not trying to be funny. This ain't the fat group. This ain't the fat girl club. I don't do the fat girl club. Okay. I'm be the only fat woman in, in the group. Okay. I don't hang out. I hang out with bitches. I want to be like, I don't hang out with bitches that beneath me. I don't, that's not my, I hang out with people that I aspire to be like, whether it's personally or physically or whatever. Right. So I'm hanging, I'm hanging around fit bitch. I want to be a fit bitch one day. I want to be a fit bitch my whole life. But at no point did I ever get jealous, get envious. No, I got active. I got active. I stood on business. I said, Portia, if you want to lose this weight, if you want to lose this weight, you ain't got to hate on nobody. You ain't got to feel hate in your heart. You ain't got to secretly not like bitches and talk about bitches because you feel insecure. You ain't got to do none of that. Get your ass up. And as my daddy say, stop exercising that elbow and start go exercising for real. And that's what I did. I dedicated my time and my effort to the gym. I pulled away from the table and baby, I lost 92 pounds in eight months and cap it off from 2008 to 2006. See, if I was a hater, I could have never put that energy into myself because I would have put that energy into hating on bitches, but I'm not like that. And I encourage women, especially if you claim you confident, confident women don't hate, baby. They don't have time to hate. They too busy in their purpose. They're too busy in their purpose. Okay. When I seen women who had businesses and I wanted to be like that and I wanted to be, you know, known for being a professional woman, I didn't get mad and hate on them hoes. I said, oh, okay, that's what you do. That's how you do it. Let me go research and do it. I didn't get mad because bitches ain't give me the sauce. I ain't expecting them to give me the sauce. You feel me? Only real bitches give you the sauce. Only secure women really give you the sauce. The insecure bitches, they gonna lie, they gonna play all type of games. Because in their mind, they wanna be the only bad bitch. They wanna be the only one. That is insecure behavior, okay? When I seen everybody in a relationship, I didn't get mad. I've been the third wheel to so many bitches. I've never hated on them. I never wanted to see them not happy. I've always been rooting for motherfuckers, even when they have had loser-ass men, okay? But when I did see women who had relationships that I thought I wanted or whatever the case may be, that wasn't my time to hate. You know what I did? I got on my knees and I prayed to God and I asked God to bring me a quality God-fearing man. That wasn't my time to act funny towards them because, oh, now you got your man. And I, all because it's, it's, it, it, it's rooted in being jealous of them. No, I wasn't that person. And guess what God did? Because I wasn't that person. He sent me. I didn't have to go find. I ain't go. I'm looking for the hoes. I ain't have to go look for the hoes. God sent me a great man, a man who loves God, has a master's degree. How many of y'all niggas got a master's degree? I'll wait. Order in the court. <laughs> I'm a brag on mine each and every time. I got quality, but I'm quality. We quality together. I ain't looking for something that I ain't. He got a master's. I got a master's. Hello? We're equally yoked. I waited for God. Okay? I ain't hate on bitches. I ain't do no voodoo. <laughs> I ain't do none of that. I ain't go on no dating sites. I waited on God. And God sent me a man who had been looking for me. Okay? That's the type of women I want to be around. I want to be around God-fearing women. And like I said, 
for me to be around all these people and the only person that's around me is my friend Lita that's ha- genuinely happy for me. I'm talking about family ain't happy. I'm talking about friends who you thought was friends. I'm talking about she the only person that made me start to reevaluate my life. I'm in the happiest point of my life. I'm supposed to be happy and nobody around me is happy for me. Oh, these motherfuckers got to go or in the court. I had to think about it. My daddy said, you've been chasing these people for years. I've been a friend to so many people, but have they really been a friend to me? Order in the court. These are the questions that y'all got to ask yourselves, right? And so I said this year, I'm going to make a change. I'm going to be around like-minded women. And the women that's in my life that, that show that they care for me and they love me, I'm going to tell them about it too because I don't want to just win. I want the people around me to win. See, that's how you know when you're in a winning circle, when you and the people around you are winning. It's no fun for me just to win and I ain't got my girl next to me. That's crazy, right? That's crazy. I want us to be bosses, not just me being a boss and, girl, I'll tell you about it later. No, that's a hating ass hoe. So if y'all around hating ass hoes, y'all may need to reevaluate your life. What's in you that keep attracting hating ass hoes? I don't know, but I'm done with it, okay? I don't want another new friend. Do you hear me? This is it. If I lose this last couple of friends, it's over, okay? I'm going to be on my lonely walk. Associates, hey, how y'all doing? That's it because I, I don't got time for this. I'm too much of a loving person, loyal person to have to experience the things that I've been experiencing from the people that's been closest to me. I'm too, I'm too loyal for that, right? And so I decided I'm going to be around. I'm going to find the women. I'm going to go look for them. I'm sick of crying about, I ain't got the right people. To I'm going to go look for them. I found them. I found them right here. I went to the Mixer and um, Wealth Investors Network. I, I played that money, $4.99 to join. <laughs> they had Afterpay. I decided not to, not trying to head on Afterpay, but I wanted that shit so bad. No, you're going to get this 500 I spent $500 on hair. I need to spend $500 on something that's going to develop me and help me and give me resources. I want my businesses to be profitable. I don't want to just have these businesses. I want to bang these bitches out. I want to stand on business, order in the court. Right? That's what we're talking about today. We're talking about standing on business personally, professionally, educationally, emotionally, all through and through. And whoever is not on board with you being on your purpose, with you going to success, you got to get rid of them. You got to get rid of them immediately, expeditiously, ASAP, okay? This is a message. Somebody needs to know this. Somebody still been hanging on because it's, they, got, they got years, whether it's in a relationship or a friendship or whatever it is. And these people ain't no good to you. They ain't bringing you no good. They never there when you need them. They kick you when you down. They out here winning but ain't giving you the sauce to do it. They not your friends, okay? They not your friends. They don't love you. That's not what love looks like. That's not support. Call on in 313-753-2696. If you guys want to discuss this, we're standing on business, please do. Um, they say so happy and proud of you. Thank you so much, Kayla. Uh, I love Kayla. Kayla, uh, me and Kayla, we work together. And um, you've always set a special part, place in my heart. I hope that life is good for you right now. And thank you for supporting the Verdict Podcast. And that's what we're talking about, y'all. 
Now, any of these topics, even when we pass these topics, you're still able to comment on the topics. Please leave your name, leave your comments right down in the comment section. If you don't want to call, it's perfectly okay. But we're talking about standing on business. We went from a relationship where... A woman is not willing to assist her husband in a time of need, even though he has been with her through and through. And this woman also is listening to her father. Her father is giving her poor ass information that can potentially break up a marriage that hasn't even come um, and, and ruin her life. And we're talking about watching the people that you have in your life, watching these people, because a lot of times these people don't mean you no good. Sometimes you got, sometimes I just, at the end of the night, I just go over the conversations I've had with people. You know, I just be wanting to, I just replay them back in my head. And a lot of times I'd be like, what type of shit was she on? What type of shit was she on? What, what type of time these motherfuckers on? Do they really mean me any good? You know what I'm saying? You got to start thinking about this. You got to start thinking about who you listen to. A lot of y'all listening to bald-headed hoes. That don't got no morals. And this could be your mama. This could be, this could be your daddy. This could be your auntie. With her freak ass. Okay? This could be your best friend. It could be whoever. Your motherfucking neighbor. Y'all choosing to listen to women and men who have no wisdom. First of all, you know they have no wisdom because they have no God in their life. Fuck you listening to somebody who don't even... You, they can't even quote one scripture out the Bible. Let alone do they quote it. Let alone do they show that they read the Bible, that they know God. These people y'all listening to, it's crazy to me. It's crazy to me. A lot of y'all want to tell y'all business to these people. Listen, if your ass want to talk, go get a therapist. Stop talking to these stupid ass people, okay? That don't mean you no good. Stop putting this shit up on Facebook, hoping that he, he look at your quote. Sis, he ain't coming back. Nigga, he ain't coming back. She ain't coming back. She gone. She gone. Okay, go talk to God. Go talk to a therapist. Let's do something different this year. Let's stand on business for ourselves. Let's get ourselves together. A lot of us fucked up. Okay, a lot of us fucked up. I know I'm fucked up. But I'm doing something about it every single day. I'm a work in progress. Every single day, I'm trying. Every single day, I am not content with my behavior or where I am. No, I'm going to say I'm content. I'm not satisfied because God say be content, right? Be grateful. But I'm not satisfied. There is room for improvement. I know this, and therefore I make the changes, okay? That's important. You got to watch these people. You see somebody, they ain't embarrassed about nothing they did, nothing they didn't say. Oh, I don't give a fuck. I, I don't care. I'll do it again. I, oh, no, ma'am. I don't, I don't want you around me. You're not embarrassed about sucking dick in public in front of everybody? At the kids' school? That's something to be embarrassed about, ma'am. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> like, you got to watch these people. You got to watch these people. These people are weird, and they're getting weirder, okay? Your Honor, these hoes is weird, Your Honor. No lies told. Your Honor, these hoes is weird, Your Honor. Drop down in the comment section, is this only my experience, or have y'all been experiencing some weird-ass hoes? These can be me and too. I need to know. But I want to change the trajectory of your life. I want to help somebody out today. Stand on business for yourself. Change your life. Okay? Change who you are as a person. A lot of us need to change us.
Okay. All right. Now we're going on to the third topic. Speaking of changing, my God, <laughs> help me out, ma'am. This is crazy what we about to talk about. I saved the best for last year. I saved the best for last. I got to find out where it's at. They have the best. This ain't it. Hold on. This is it right here. All right, y'all. So let's talk about it. I got to warm y'all up real quick. I got to get y'all to warm up. Okay. Destiny say, my man on sister, the weirdest hoe I ever met. <laughs> Destiny say, her man sister is the weirdest hoe she ever met. These, let me tell you something. <laughs> that just made me laugh. I'm so happy that my fiance don't have no sisters. He have all brothers. All brothers, because it's something about them women and them families that just make everything messy, okay? I don't know if they be, I know what it is. They be jealous. The, his sister probably ain't got no man. If she do got a man, he probably ain't shit. She probably looking at her brother and seeing how he treating you, and she's envious over it. So instead of her working hard on her relationship to get better, she probably hating on you. This is what, this is what hating assholes do, right? Hating on you, speaking on you, th throwing shade on your name. This is what hating assholes do, right? Instead of taking the time and the energy to put into herself, get herself together, whatever that may looks like, she has decided she going to hate on you. Okay? Oh, she said, no. She said, my own sister. Oh, she said, man, my own sister. Not her, not, <laughs> that's even worse. Not her man's sister. Her own sister is a hating asshole. You know, that's. Man, we'll be on here forever, man. If I if I could just tell you the amount of bullshit my own personal family has put me through. Listen, when I was 14 years old, what I would consider my first love, my cousin, who was supposed to be closest to me, fucked him. Order in the court. Okay. This was early on. I knew at 14. Your family can be snakes. My first love. What I thought was my first love, honey. I was in love head over heels. My cousin was coming over every weekend, spending the night, sleeping in my bed with me, listening to me talk to him, seeing me cry over him. All that. She was right there. Hey, cuz, 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 cuz. We was cuz. We was best cuz. We first cousins. She got in my circle. To learn about my life and fuck me over. Next thing I know, she at my nigga house. How the fuck you get here? They call themselves best friend. How the fuck y'all fuck y'all become best friends? Then she put my nigga on her other cousin. Flat. That was the first red sign. And then she fucked him. She was like, I want what you got. You got to watch these hoes. But all that time, she was over there talking about, hey, cousin, hey, cousin, 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 cousin. We was cousin, cousins. We weren't cousins when she was letting that motherfucker tap, tap, tap. <laughs> and, of course, he a man, he going to tap, tap, tap. A man who has no type of morals, dignity, quality, integrity, ethics, nothing. Just the hood ass nigga. Pussy was on the floor. He picked it up. <laughs> cousin or no cousin. Right? But that was my first lesson. That was my first lesson. You got to watch even your family. Then I got a second lesson. <laughs> I got a second lesson. Another cousin. That was my daddy's side. My mama's side. 
uh, other cousin. We supposed to be first cousins, blood cousins, okay? Supposed to be my blood, okay? Like my sister, okay? Gotta tell y'all this story. This real shit. Little fuck-ass nigga. Wasn't nobody for real, okay? On my jock a little bit, you know what I'm saying? I'm vibing out, what have you or what not. I go to my cousin, cuz she known in the city. I'm like, uh, you know this nigga? You ever fucked this nigga? Because in my mind, I felt like she might have fucked him. And the last thing I wanted to do is to, I never want a nigga to play in my face. I never want a nigga to ever be like, he fucked me, my family member, my friends. Like, that ain't the type of time I'm on. It's too many niggas out here to be on that type of time. You feel me? So I go to her like, you know this nigga? You know him? Y'all ever had any relations? Lie to me. No, I don't know him. Sent her the picture. And it, no, I don't know him. I don't know him. I'm like, okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. I don't really like him like that. But, you know, we talk. We flirt here and there or whatever the case may be. All right. A week go by. I, I cannot make this shit up, y'all. The, the shit that I've been through is crazy. A week go by. You know, my cousin called me back. She said, um, hey, you remember that guy you, you um, asked me about? I do know him. I said, you do? She said, yeah, we used to kick it back in the day when I was 15. Now, this man older than me. If I'm 30, he 50-something. I'm older than her. If I'm 30, she 20-something. Okay? So if he was fucking with her when she was 15, that's ordering a court. <laughs> so I say, oh, really? I say, well, we ain't never did nothing, so I ain't going to fuck with him no more. She said, yeah, and uh, he came over the other day. I said, came over? Y'all went from you don't know him to now he at your place? Yeah, I had called him over. We had knew each other a long time ago. So now that you know that we kind of was like, not even doing, flirting a little bit, now you didn't call him back into your life. At first you didn't know him, but now you didn't call him back into your life. And this was the kicker. She said, and he showed me. Y'all, Texas, you my cousin or is you the ops ordering the court? What you mean he showed you our Texas? What type of bitch is you? You my cousin. So what's T? Y'all sitting up talking. You told him you knew me? Y'all sitting up here talking about me? What's going on? And he said you was the one that liked him. I say, hold up. I go on. He showed you the text. He ain't show you this, though. It couldn't have been that I. This couldn't have been. Oh, he said that to you? Yeah, he said that to me. Oh. Now, my mind, I'm like, wait a minute. You try, you just, you you confronting me like you got tea on your cousin. I'm your first cousin, bitch. I'm the cousin that's been there for you, loved you, did for you. All what you mean? Now y'all sitting up discussing me. And now you done let him tell you I be on his shot. Now y'all, like, this all sound like. This sounds like you are up at this point because I came to you ahead of time so that we wouldn't be in this situation. Now you done still put us in this situation where a nigga can say, I fucked your cousin and I was talking to I was talking to your this cousin. Like, what type of shit you got me on? So I told her, I say, okay. She calls him. I'm, this, this is a real story. She calls him. Blase split. We 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 get this. I say, hey, listen to this, man. I say, uh, I didn't know 
you had fucked my cousin. But you knew that that was my cousin. Okay? I said, and now you trying to make her think that I'm on your dick. And that ain't how that went. <laughs> that ain't how that went. I said, but nevertheless, you don't have to worry about me liking your pictures, talking to you, dealing with you at all. Because you've dealt with my cousin. So I'm done. So she got off the phone with him. She, she feeling happy that she was able to call him and he had been to her house. And I didn't say nothing about it because I knew that the day she left my house, she would never see my fucking face again. I knew that the day that she left my house, we were done ordering a court. I knew this because with cousins like that, who the fuck need enemies? Right? It's no way on God's green earth we got the same blood in our veins where you let a nigga talk about your cousin and you chime in and now you talking to me as if you ain't my cousin. Oh, and I seen the text messages. Oh, and he told me that. What? You told me you ain't know this nigga. Now y'all buddy, buddy. Yeah, it's a no for me. So I give y'all that situation to say it be your own family. It be your own family. So you, so when I listen to bitches try to give me advice, I look at the whole totality of a bitch. Why is she telling me this? What is she getting out of it? How is her life? I don't just listen to bitches. Because I know what type of time bitches be on. Bitches be on crazy time. And sometimes they don't even got nothing to do with you. They be suffering insecurities inside of themselves. Okay? They walk around this bitch huffing and puffing. I'm a bad bitch. I'm this, I'm that. But nothing that they do exhibits a bad bitch. Order in the court. Now watch these people. You have to watch these people, okay? Do they mean you good or don't they? Now, we're going to change our gears just a little bit. Today has been an interesting day. Ever since I've said I'm changing going forward, meaning that I'm going to be less involved in responding to bullshit because I, I ain't going to lie. Sometimes I, I, I respond, y'all. And I didn't like the way I came off last year. I didn't like the feeling that I felt after I tore motherfucker to shreds on social media because that's where I go to, Okay. I'm a comedian. I need content for my, for my show. You fuck me over, you for sure going to be on the verdict. Th this is facts, okay? I'm going to talk about you. I'm going to say your name. I might add you. That's the old me. I'm still going to put you on a verdict, but I might not do all of that. And so the moment that the universe found out that the judge was trying to change, she wanted to be more ladylike. She wanted to exhibit qualities of a professional she didn't want to be on bald head, hoe shit, cussing folk out, going to hell when they go low. I want to do all that. I want to be different. As soon as the universe found that out, they was like, finish her. <laughs> it was like, finish her. Do you hear me? Because what you mean you changing? We don't want you to change, Judge Miles. We want you on, we want you on demon time. And I'm like, no, I don't want to be on demon time. But they like, no, we want your demons out. We like you better when you acting a goddamn fool. I don't want to act like a fool. I know God. I love God. I don't want to act like a fool because a fool is a person that don't know God. I want to know God. I want to show you guys that I know God. Now, am I going to be extra holy? Probably not because I'm human. But you should see 
a piece of God up in me. Hello? It should be somewhere. So this year I'm trying to exhibit that. And so I'm going to give you the background. My birthday is Friday. I have had the worst times with black-owned businesses. Yes, we're going to talk about it, and we're going to talk about it in full detail. Okay? Very good. I've had the worst time with black-owned businesses from going to a a boutique in Southfield that I had been patronizing for months, spending hundreds. I'm talking about in one month, probably spent $1,000 on their low-quality, high-priced shit, okay? I went in there. I bought an inspired outfit because, you know, a lot of these boutiques is doing inspired, honey. And y'all know I ain't, I got a lot of real shit, but I, sometimes I like a little inspired shirt here and there, honey. Please, hello. <laughs> Stop playing. <laughs> so I went in there, bought me a little inspired outfit, right? It was supposed to be a Chanel. <laughs> See, that's what the fuck I get. That's the fuck I get. But I wasn't bad. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. I wasn't going into Chanel to buy no motherfucking uh, jogging suit because I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to spend that type of money. I just don't. Okay. So I went into this boutique. It was supposed to be an inspired outfit. It was a Chanel uh, two piece outfit. Right. So it had the little two little C's and then it had Chanel going down the side. Now, because it was inspired, the bitch charged me $70. Okay. For an outfit that you could find on Timu for $15. They just put a couple of little sign on it. Now, I was okay with that because I had been patronizing this black owned business. I liked the outfit. It looked cute. And so I bought it. I spent the $70. Do y'all know I had not had the outfit on that day for an hour before all the stickers peeled off ordering the court. <laughs> Bitch, by the time I put that motherfucker on, it was literally a sheen two-piece outfit, baby. It was a Tamu outfit, bitch, okay? So you made me pay for Chanel, the 70, but the quality was piss poor. So because I had been going to her, I had been spending money with this hoe. I call her a hoe because she has hoe tendencies because she's not a lady, okay? She was acting like a hoe. She was only thinking about money, okay? I went to her privately. I say, I emailed her. I say, hey, Blase Splee, here go the pictures. Here go all the letters on the side. You know, this is what happened. I just bought the outfit today, okay? I just spent $70 today. I come to you all the time. This is the situation. She said, oh, I'm so sorry to hear about that. I'll make sure to tell the manufacturer who made it. Excuse me? Hold on. Order in the court. Bitch, you get a boo. It's a boo for me. You a business owner, lady. I've been supporting you. I've spent hundreds with you. And that's your response? Nothing in that little bitty ass brain of yours? Thought enough of me to say, you know what? I'm so sorry. How can I make this up to you? How about you come in and get a new outfit? How about you bring that back? I give you your money back. How about I give you store credit? Any motherfucking thing. You didn't want to take no onus. But instead, you're going to tell me, you're going to tell the manufacturing bitch. What I, I don't give a fuck about that. Y'all know me. This lady older than me. This lady like 50 years old. I'm not, I'm not schooling no old hoes. 
I'm not schooling no old hoes. Bitch, you got to come. You got to already come with the wisdom with me. You 50-something years old. Bitch, I ain't got time to be schooling you. I need to be schooled. You feel me? So I'm like, this her response as a business owner? She supposed to be a staple in the community? Bitch? This couldn't be, This ain't staple community behavior. I ain't going to tell her. Somebody tell her, but I ain't going to tell her. Do it for the mind, P. Baby, when I tell you, I went straight to motherfucking Instagram, Facebook, uploaded. Baby, that motherfucking video probably got thousands of views, okay? I told, just what I told y'all. Her niece coming to my inbox. Ah, you could have said something to me. Bitch, why would I say something to you? I ain't get it from you. I'm not understanding. I said it to the, I talked to the person who I purchased it from, okay? A lot of people were saying, oh, you didn't have to do that. You could have went to her privately. I did. I'm sick of sparing black-owned business. I'm sick of sparing any businesses. But don't think you get a pass because we both black. Because, bitch, I ain't getting no pass when them Chanel letters fell off my motherfucking inspired Chanel outfit that I paid $70 for that was worth $14.99 ordering a court. And then when I tried to come to you for you to make it right, you still didn't make it right. So I had no other option than to blast your ass. Okay, I don't feel bad about it. Now I do it again and again and they fucking again. But it's 2024. So this year I try to do something different. So it's my birthday, right? My birthday is Friday and I am looking for a makeup artist because. Hold on, y'all. Hold on. Let me move myself real quick. If you on here, I got some stuff to talk to you about. Yeah, I'm going to talk to you about it, honey. That's what you got to know. Hold on. Where this camera at? Right here. Let's move me. Okay, where's I'm at? I'm stuck. All right, very good. All right, I need y'all to see me. So I had to move me. So it's my birthday, February 2nd. I'm trying to get prepared. My makeup artist is busy. She's in school. She's like, I can't get to you until 5 o'clock. My show starts at, the doors open at 6.30. The show starts at 7.45. I don't want to be late. I'm not one of them ghetto-ass comedians who show up late thinking that I'm the shit, blah, blah, blah. That's not how I work. I'm a corporate woman. I'm a professional woman. I'm a God-fearing woman. And those are not the attributes of a successful person, always showing up late. I'm not a late person. I don't want to be known as the late black bitch. That's not me. That's y'all, okay? <laughs> and so... I'm like, no, that ain't going to work for me. Not 5 o'clock, so I got to find somebody else. So all these people raving about this man, okay, that um, sometimes look like a little girl, like to transform. They call him transgender. So he probably still got his penis, okay? Sometimes he just put on like a little hair, still got a little beard, you know, all that crazy ass shit. He didn't want to got an ass, so he really feeling like he a woman. And that's cool. The problem is, because he came highly recommended, I decided to step out on faith. I cannot make this up, y'all. I got to read this shit to y'all because I cannot make this shit up. So because he came highly recommended, I click on his bio. I look through all of his content. Content looked good. Nothing to hate about. And it was the look I was looking for. I was going for transvestite for my birthday. I ain't gonna lie. I was going for the transgender look. That means extra. You know how they do ex- everything extra. It's my birthday. I'm gonna be 36. I want it extra. Normally, I would never go for that look. But I was going for the look. And so, clicked on the bio. Alright? Now, he requires, like so many others, require that you book on Style Seat. Now, the reason for having Style Seat is to 
have some professionalism, some organization, right? Wrong. This shit is stupid when I'm about to explain to you. So you book on style seat. When you get on style seat, this is what it says. I cannot make this shit up. I cannot make this shit up. Thank you for booking. You must pay a non-refundable deposit, cash app, app, or Zelle. So now after I book, I then got to go onto another site to pay him a deposit. Text me after booking. Then I got to text the nigga. He put me through some work before I, I got to pay you to do all this motherfucking work before you even do any work. This is crazy. Then I got to text the nigga. After I text the nigga, it say the card on file is only used to process no show and late cancellation fees. Normal hours are 11 to 7 daily. There is an extra fee for appointments that fall outside these hours on U.S. holidays. Take an allergy. Listen to what the fuck he's saying. Take an allergy pill before your appointment to help if your eyes tend to water. If they water excessively, it can irreversibly damage your makeup and I may not be able to apply lashes. This motherfucker say, wear a tank top. This motherfucker want me to wear a tank. Now, this is getting out of control, okay? He say, wear a tank top that shows your collar, upper chest, and arms so that you can be correctly colored, matched. Bring a sweater in case you get cold. Am I getting my makeup done or am I going on a fucking retreat? Am I getting my makeup done or is I'm taking a fucking ACT test? I don't know. Then he say, Shoes are left at the door once inside. Be prepared to wait. Wait a minute, sir, ma'am. Wait the fuck one second. So I got to pay you a non-refundable deposit fee. And I may have to pay you a no-show fee and a cancellation fee. I might even have to pay you if I want it to be in the hours that's not 7 to 11. Just to come to your motherfucking house and wait. Be prepared to wait. This ain't making sense to me. Somebody got to help me out. Be prepared to wait. Make applications. Makeup applications are unpredictable, and I do detail work. Everyone's face is different, okay? He say, uh, I do the job until it's done. It's unrealistic and dishonest for me to give exact starts and finish times when dealing with multiple client needs. Okay, so why the fuck is I'm on style seat then? Put me in times. Okay, he say appointment times are estimated. They are not accurate. That's that's ghetto in itself because this is by choice. This this doesn't have to be this way. If that's the case, schedule your shit out four hours, three hours. Why would you give somebody a time and then make them wait? Who the fuck do you think you are? Okay, they say there may be a long wait. Please, now I got to do more shit. Please text me before you head to your appointment to see how long the estimated wait time is so that you don't have to sit and wait. Choosing the right appointment time. If you need to be at your next commitment by four, book your appointment for 12. What kind of shit is this? I got to wait all this time for makeup? I got to book you at four? I mean at 12 just to get out by four? I'm not understanding. He say, always book four hours ahead of your next commitment. If you need help choosing the right time, I'm here for you. So I, I read that and I was like, well, shit, he going to help me out because I ain't never been here with this nigga before. So all this shit is, nah, I'm a, I'm a PhD student right now. I'm very smart. Cast Tech, Michigan State. Bitch, I'm smart. I got accolades. So don't play with me. 
But all of this shit right here for makeup, this was kind of like mind boggling. I was trying to book the shit last night. I got a million and one things to do. I'm like, okay, he'll help me out. He say right here, if you need help choosing the right time, I'm here for you. He said, example, if dinner is at six, but you need to be home by five to get ready, book for 1 p.m. at least. If the baby shower is at three, but your hair appointment is at one, book by nine. Okay. Now, nah, I booked. Before I finish that, before I finish that, because I, 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 I got to get y'all the real tea because this shit is stupid. Okay. This is the other part just so y'all won't think I'm lying. I ain't make this shit up. This shit is sick. This is some sick ass shit right here. And it is appalling and alarming the amount of people who actually pay for this shit and deal with this bullshit right here. Okay. All right. What every business owner should know. The way he conducted himself was some bullshit. I'm not, and I'm going to tell y'all why I said that. Okay. I'm going to tell y'all why I said that in one second. So after I read all this shit, skimmed and scammed through it, because who the fuck reading all this? Nobody for real. Nobody really reading all this shit. After I read pieces here and there, I sent the man my, num- my name and my number like he told me to. And that was that. That was last night. This morning, because I can't make this shit up. This morning, I get a text from him. And the text simply says, it started off very good, very simple. Um, he said, thank you for booking with me. It'll be $135. The deposit is 60 The do- deposit can be paid through Apple Pay, PayPal, or Cash App. He gives me his name. I pay it. He says the remaining $75 will be due the day. Now, this, now this is after reading all that shit on Style Seat. He didn't send me a fucking dissertation on my phone. He said the remaining $75 will be due the day of your appointment and is payable in cash only. Deposits are non-refundable. Cancellations, no fee, no show fees are enforceable. If you have any questions, ask away. So I'm like, cool. He, even though all this shit is on here, I can ask questions, right? Because I'm fucking confused. He say, in order to confirm your appointment and receive the address, you must let me know both when you have your deposit made and you've been and you've read and understood the site. He says the birthday special can only be used within seven days of the birthday. Please bring ID to confirm to avoid up charges. Twenty five dollars will be added to your remaining balance without proper ID. Please do not send your deposit until you have read. OK, so I go back and I read. Allegedly. He said, thank you for booking with us. So, I, so I, I sent the money. And then I said, thanks. Deposit was sent and information has been read. Now, I'm thinking he's talking about the style seat shit. I read it. <sighs> I said, my, ba- my B day is actually the same day. He said, thank you. Then he followed up and said, what time do you need to be finished by? Now I'm really confused because the fucking time says, I've already put the time on there. The time says one to three o'clock that's enough time to do some fucking makeup so i'm like i really don't have a time you have it from one to three i think that's fine i sent him what style c says he sends me back all the shit from style c that i just sent y'all i reread it i said is there something more you would like for me to do am i scheduled for 130 still because i'm confused he said, i like for you to read through the screenshots that I just sent you, please. That in itself was just, like, <laughs> passive-aggressive right there. And I'm still trying to be nice. I'm like, okay, 
He said, once you have read, let me know if you would like to switch to an earlier time. Those are the rules I was referring to when I said, please read the rules on the booking site. I asked each client what they need to be finished, what time they need to be finished by to see if they've actually read and scheduled their time appropriately. Your response to my question gave me the impression that you hadn't read or that you read something else. So I just want to make sure we're on the same page. I say, okay, I got it. On the... In that case, I need to be leaving by three. So that means, so does that mean I need to change my time? That's what I asked him. He said, yes. I said, please forgive me. I'm just not used to this. Okay, so what time should I get there? He said, no worries. As long as you read all the instructions that I sent you, you'll be fine. So I'm trying to figure out, is he a fucking makeup artist or is this nigga a librarian? Because he keep wanting me to read all the shit that he's sending me. This is what he keeps saying. Now, I'm at the library, for real, trying to do my work. So I'm like, this is crazy. I've never experienced this from no fucking makeup artist. So this is stupid as fuck, okay? He said, you need to switch to 1030. You'll, you'll text 45 minutes before that time to see what the estimated time will be. As explained, appointment times are not precise, and wait times will vary. Always book four hours ahead of your next commitment in order to be prepared for the long wait period if there is one. I said, okay, I have two questions because now I'm just confused. I said two questions. Do I have to physically change anything or are you saying it's good for me to come at 1030? Is that good enough? And will I be waiting from 1030 to 3 o'clock possibly? That's all I asked him. Okay? Even though I'm confused about all this shit and want to go crazy, I'm, I'm just asking questions because he said I can ask him questions. That's what we read. He said, I'm going to refund you the deposit, babe. Don't worry about it. Take care. What the fuck? I mean, I cannot make this shit up. I can't make this shit up if I wanted to make this shit up. Okay. I cannot make this shit up if I wanted to make this shit up. This man sent me back my deposit. Now, I was ecstatic that he did send me back the deposit. Because who the fuck want to deal with somebody like that any fucking ways? Who actually want to deal with any business or service that makes it this difficult to fucking book with you? This is just me booking with him. He won't pay $135, send him $60 ahead of time, and fucking text and read books before I get there. And when I get there, text him to see how long I got to wait and then wait for him. Who? What the fuck? And y'all are paying for this shit. This is why this man has so much clientele. Of course he don't give a fuck if I talk about him. Of course he don't give a fuck if I don't come. He don't give a fuck. Because there's 17 other retarded assholes waiting in their cars for four hours to get milk of magnesia put on their fucking face. It's not that serious. It's not that serious. And then when I thought about it, I didn't want to be looking like a bitch off of white girls anyways. I didn't want to be looking like I was part of that movie anyways. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what it's giving on them pictures. It's giving a whole bunch of chalky whiteness. Bitches is not matching. But it's pretty, though. It's pretty, though. And I was willing to go through with it because I wanted that little drag look. I really did. You know, you know, I do all the extra shit and all the shit. I like that. I'm not going to lie. But it wasn't worth all of this. It wasn't worth all of this. And then for you to get upset with me, and be dismissive with me and send me back my $60 because I'm asking you questions. This is a test I'm taking. I'm supposed to ask questions to the motherfucking teacher who's giving the test. You're the teacher, motherfucker. I'm the student. You done made this a fucking quiz at this point, goddammit. Then you mad at me? And so I was so aggravated because 
I'm trying to plan for my birthday. I want my makeup done. And I wasn't expecting this. I'm on this new journey. He never, he never said why. He never said why. I even asked him because one of my jurors said, did he say why? I even asked him. I even I asked him because I'm telling you, I was dumbfounded. I said, dumbfounded. I said, okay, thanks. But did I do something wrong? I was simply trying to get an understanding. That was my first text. Then I sent back after I thought about it. Because why is I'm pleading with you? What the, what the, who the fuck is you? Y'all, y'all didn't got this man thinking that this type of behavior is acceptable to clients. It's not. This is ghetto. It's no professionalism in it at all. And I'm sorry to say the work is decent, but it's not worth this. It's not worth this. It's not worth this at all. Not to mention, a lot of times these people don't even know who's on the receiving end. He didn't know me. He didn't know I had a pocket. He didn't know nothing. He didn't know if I was influential. He didn't know any of these things. He didn't give a fuck. He didn't give a fuck. And then I hear so many people saying, well, that's just how he is. He ghetto and he proud of it. He say he ghetto. Well, God damn it. Why the fuck y'all refer me to this nigga? I had no idea he was ghetto. I had no idea he was unprofessional. I had no idea he was uncouth. I had no idea because there's no way that I would ever help or pay for a service with a person who behaves like this. So I did not text him. I said, this is weird. To refund me for asking questions is so unprofessional and disgusting. I haven't disrespected you in one way. I will definitely be talking about this. God bless. I did not lie. I'm definitely going to be talking about this. As I should. As I should as the consumer, as the customer, as a client. I should because this type of behavior is poor behavior and it does not deserve to be highlighted. It deserves to be talked about so that people can fix their behavior. If we stood up more to motherfuckers like this, instead of supporting this type of behavior, they would change their behavior. But see, he don't have to change because y'all still supporting him. Y'all make him think that this type of shit is okay. This shit is not okay. This is a bad look for all black businesses because one black business doing wrong, doing bad is a bad look for all of us. We don't have the leisure like white people have. Like when one white institution or one white person do something wrong, white people don't blame all the white people. We don't blame all the white people. But for black people, when we fuck up, when one business do something wrong, when one woman act a certain way, when one nigga act a certain way, all of us is included. That's just the way society is. So we get judged based off of how other black businesses behave. I'm a black business. So now we all in the bucket. This is not okay. This is not okay. And y'all should stop making people think that this type of behavior is okay. It's not. It's not. The whole moral of the game, the mission, the end result is to have longevity. It's to have people raving over you, not just because of what you physically can do, but how you behave, how you treat people, the services that you give people, the things that you provide to people. This was a horrible experience. If I was at a restaurant, I would be asking for a fucking manager. Okay. All right. This is unacceptable. And then I have so many people saying I experienced that, I experienced that, I experienced that. And so now I'm just baffled because if so many people are experiencing this, how the fuck is he still getting off the way that he getting off and he behaving in such a manner? He has no remorse. He doesn't give a fuck. I was just another bitch to him. 
Here go your money. See you later. Bye-bye. It didn't matter that I'm, it's, it, it's four days before my birthday. None of that mattered. This is unacceptable. Unacceptable on all levels, all levels, all levels. And when you finally get to that place where you think you should be, you're going to be around, you, you should aspire to be around the celebrities. They're not going to deal with this shit. To have some milk and magnesia put on their they fucking face so their nose can look a little small. Ain't nobody dealing with this shit. Ain't nobody that got no sense dealing with this shit at all. Only low-level, low-minded bitches is going to still patronize this man who is this fucking disrespectful to black women. This was disrespectful. It was disrespectful because it was dismissive. It was not warranted. It did not have to happen. You never know what people fucking going through. And he behaving in such a manner. It's not okay. And I wasn't going to sit silent and allow it to be okay. No, I'm going to talk about it. This is an opportunity for people to grow. Don't be him. Don't be him. Don't let the customers and the money and the people get to your head to the point where you have no more humility. Don't be this person. Because these type of people, they may succeed for a shorter period of time, but for the long run, they're going to sizzle out. They're going to sizzle out. Or they may succeed because people like this tend to succeed. Okay? People like this tend to succeed. Sorry to say, but they do. They do. They tend to succeed. But your reputation precedes you. Now, if somebody asks about this person, now you're going to have a million motherfuckers saying, oh, no, don't go to him. He's too ghetto. He make you do this. He make you do that. He make you do this. He make you... Who wants to be that person? They say, yeah, he is disorderly. That's why I reported to my bank and cash app because he's a scammer because he's crazy as fuck. Let me tell you something. I don't give a fuck about none of that. He gave me back my money, and I appreciate that. He didn't show me that he was a scammer, but I know my cousin ain't lying, okay? But I just thank God that he gave me back my money. And I did have to put my credit card down on Style C. I bet not see a motherfucking dime, a motherfucking dime missing out my motherfucking bank account. A motherfucking dime missing out my bank account. Period. And that's all I'm gonna say about it. I ain't gonna say nothing else. That's it, honey. That better been it. This better been the. That better been it. I better not see no fraudulent shit on my bank account. And that's on Periana. All right. But this is sad that we even have to come to here. We even have to talk about this. This is sad. This is disheartening. When I, when I left that conversation, I felt disappointed. I felt disappointed because, like I said, I keep trying with black-owned businesses. I keep trying. So many people keep trying. Just like a lot of y'all mad at Mr. Chine for telling the truth. See, you motherfuckers don't like truth tellers. Y'all like motherfuckers that lie to y'all. Y'all want me to come on here and lie to y'all and kiki with y'all and let y'all do fuck shit and be like, it's okay, girl. Y'all don't want nobody around y'all that make y'all have to have ownership, accountability, that forces you to change, that forces you to improve. You don't got nobody that's going to check your ass. You're around all these yes men and yes sirs and yeah, and you not, and you wonder why you're not growing mentally. You wonder why you're not growing spiritually. 
They ain't got nobody telling the truth. Then when you tell somebody the truth, then you hate and you fake, you want to beat them, you just, you all these crazy ass things instead of being like, you know what? I appreciate you. You, you know what? I fucked up. I shouldn't have did that. That was wrong. I didn't see it like that. I didn't see your perspective. Let me get out of my own way. Some of y'all in y'all own fucking way. Some of y'all have not reached y'all potential because you're in your own fucking way. You can't take feedback. You can't take criticism. Y'all don't want the truth. Y'all want a nigga to eat. Y'all wanted that nigga to eat them motherfucking short ribs. And when he bit into them bitches, we seen it with our own eyes. He could not even pierce the skin on the motherfucking ribs from Sweetwater Tavern. We seen it. He tried multiple times. And y'all still got mad at that man for talking about Sweetwater Tavern when y'all know Sweetwater Tavern ain't been right since. It was right. I'm talking about decades. Shit been wrong. Shit is trash. Wings big as me and you. They and that bitch cooking dinosaurs. Hello? <laughs> Y'all and that bitch eating people that they just put sauce on. Okay? They done gave this man barbecue tire tips. And y'all mad at this man for telling the truth. Because that's y'all favorite spot. That's your favorite spot. My auntie worked there. Been working there for years. And instead of me condoning that bullshit, I just show her auntie, because it ain't her fault. My auntie a great waitress. Auntie, this was happening at your place. This is what they're talking about. I didn't, I didn't say, I, I, I didn't take up for them because my auntie worked there. No. It's not about that. It's not about the relationships. It's about the people. That's what people fell into realize. We're paying money for a service. We're paying money for a product. We don't want to eat barbecue Old ass tire tips. We asked for rib tips, not tire tips, goddammit. Okay? We don't want old ass steak and rice. Y'all around this bitch giving us old ass meat. Y'all killing us. Okay? Old ass meat that you done put a little gravy on and then mixed a couple of motherfucking onions and bouillon cubes in and you done put a couple bell peppers in that bitch and you feeding us dog food. We not crackheads. We're not homeless. We're not dogs. We're paying for this food. It should be quality food. If you're not able to give the people quality service, quality food, quality products, shut down your fucking doors. Can you really say you're a business owner? Can you really say this? When your business is not flourishing, when your business is not giving quality, when you do not have good service, can you really, like, come on, man. Do better. Stop trying to cuss people out. Stop trying to find faults. Stop trying to get out of the shit and do better. That's it. That's it. And in this new year, I hope that y'all are eager more so for truths instead of lies. Ain't y'all tired of getting lied to? Ain't y'all tired of people pissing on y'all and, and telling y'all it's rain and y'all dumbasses like, no, it's rain. And you see it's yellow and it's piss. Ain't you tired of that shit? Or is it easier to live in a lie? Is it easier to not be held accountable? Is it easier to blame other people? Is it easier to be jealous? Is it easier to be a fucking loser? I think it's easier for some of these people. Well, not the people that watch my show. The people that watch my show, they come here for knowledge. They come here for truth. They come here for laughter. They come here for the real. They know I'm real, raw, and raunchy. And we going to talk about it. Order in the court. And if you one of them business who feel some type of way about me talking about you, fucking produce them. Make me not be able to talk about you in a negative kind of tone. Okay? Make me not. 
Make me only have good things to say about you. But so far, that ain't the case. All these business owners, all these LLCs, and that motherfucker ain't got a piece of business. If business knocked them in their face, they wouldn't know it was business. Motherfuckers is not standing on business. Motherfuckers is just filling out LLC papers and paying $50 and sending it to Mich- the state of Michigan. And Mich- the state of Michigan looking at that shit. You don't got to have no requirements. You say you a business owner, child. Here you go. You a business owner, not child. You ain't no fucking business owner. You's a ghetto motherfucker. Okay? You need to go take some classes. You need some certifications. You need some trainings. Your whole staff needs some trainings. Okay? One-on-one, the customer is always right. If I come to you and say that these rib tips taste like motherfucking tires, me and you not supposed to start arguing about if they taste like tires or not. It ain't supposed to be, nah, it, it, you, it couldn't be that. It must be your taste buds. Bitch, what? Give me, let me see the manager, because y'all dumb man, come here. It's always the people that's here. Give me the man, let me see the manager. Let me see, because I'm sick of talking to you. Let me see. Come here. Come here. Let me see. Get your people some training. These businesses need some training, okay? They need some training. Some of them can't count, okay? They stealing from the people. There's no reason why I should come to your establishment and I use my credit card, and the next thing I know, my credit card then got money taken off of it from swiping it at your motherfucking establishment. What the fuck going on here? Are these businesses or are these trap houses ordering a court? Amen. Amen. Say, man. I'm tired of preaching. Apparently, don't nobody give a fuck about what I'm talking about because all of these places is booked and busy, child. They booked and busy. That's one thing I can say. They like, girl, fuck you. Girl, fuck you. Because we booked and busy, honey. Sweet word of tavern. Sweet word of tavern going to stay busy, honey. They, they going to stay busy. They going to keep on pumping out that old ass food. Okay. Ain't nobody going to take no responsibility for giving that man the motherfucking tire tracks as, as barbecue. Okay, ain't nobody gonna take no reason. Ain't nobody gonna ask them why the motherfucking wings is as big as my thighs. Okay, I don't want to eat dinosaurs. Okay, I asked for a piece of chicken. I didn't ask for hormonal meat that's been sitting that y'all threw barbecue sauce on. Like, come on, man, enough, eat fucking enough. We gotta do better. We, I'm part of it. We. But that's why I'm working on it. And I am encouraging you all to work on yourself this year. It's not okay. The way you've been behaving, the way you've been acting, the way you've been carrying yourself, the way you've been servicing these people, the, the products that you're giving out, your ser- it's not okay. Go back to the drawing board. Go back to the drawing board. I'm going to fuck how much money you making. It's an epic fail for me. Okay? It's an epic fail. Start thinking about your integrity. Start thinking about how people perceive you. In business, it should matter. Personally, you might not give a fuck, but in business, it should matter. And that's the verdict. That's the verdict, y'all. Uh, we done had a good time tonight. Some people ain't gonna like it, and I don't give a fuck. Okay? All right? I'm on my, I'm on my Dr. Martin Luther King shit, though. I'm trying to ignore people, turn the other cheek. I'm on all of that. I'm I'm, I'm off of Martin, I'm off of uh, Malcolm X. I've been rioting too much. Oh, but don't push me. That's the whole thing. Don't push me. Okay, I'm trying not to be Nicki Minaj, Miss Petty. I don't want to be petty no more. I want to show a difference. 
I want to show a difference. So please help me. Don't push me. Help me. And I'm going to keep reading my Bible. I'm going to keep going to therapy. And I'm going to keep being a good person as much as I can be. Okay? Come to the comedy show this Friday. It's my birthday. Turn up with me. I need a good turn up, y'all. I need a good turn up. I need a good turn up. I'm 36. Turning 36. God is good. Okay? Come and get these laughs from some of the hidden gems. Come get these laughs. Come see your girl. Once again, it's another motherfucking episode of The Verdict. I am your favorite funny girl, comedian, Judge Miles. And until next time.